0: Everyone, welcome back
1: to Book Events, the wrestling dream match podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Martin Bennett, and with me as always
0: is the hippest cat in the land, Anthony Hall. Oh, the hippest cat in the land. The hip, hap,
1: the hibbit the hibbit. Who could it be? Who's hip?
0: Who's a cool uh, cat? Uh i don't give know a the hint. godfather yeah give no. me a hit is a w- not the godfather
1: is a ww legend and this is yeah. one of their gimmicks they have a few oh shit it's chris
0: jericho no <laughs> <laughs> yeah chris jericho the hip is cat in hip. the land the hip is cat in the land uh no. okay some more clues please sir uh
1: this gimmick won them a tag team title okay (laughs) (laughs) jbl no
0: (laughs) it's dude love oh yeah oh shit well i guess that makes sense oh man Mick dude Foley's love. dude love. He's the hippest cat in the land. Ah and he shit! S- Anyone? tag team. Sorry, Mick.
1: Tag team gold with Stone Cold Steve Austin.
0: Yeah, man. Oh, oh, damn! It slipped my mind. Yeah, well, the unlikely duo love. of Dude Love and Stone Cold. Wow!
1: I just saw Mick that. Foley thought,
0: re- what? I'm just saying, Mick Foley has had a really storied tag team career with some of uh, the most uh, influential figures in, in wrestling. Yeah, exactly. No, I saw that nickname and I was like, that's silly. Let's just go with that. God
1: <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Hippest cat. Yep. Um, but to this is a bad transition. I was going to say to move on to a really <laughs> bad, bad transition to move on to a really hip happening
0: episode of the podcast (laughs) it was a hip happening weekend of wrestling you could say Marty for everybody in uh, the fed in AEW even in some of the indie shows uh, GCW uh, if you are a uh, a horny wrestling fan (laughs) you probably would have uh, seen on Twitter what happened at uh, GCW I did not I guess oh, I'm not you a horny didn't? wrestling fan. No. Wow. Okay. I, saw the well, I, guess... I saw a picture of Allie catch completely covered in blood. Oh, um, no, 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 no. That's not what I'm talking about. Okay. Uh, Chelsea Green. Um, oh, I did uh, see used that. use uh, used some tactics to uh, distract and uh, help her husband in victory. I did see that. I did see that one. And there's a meme floating around of some dude who is in the crowd just like, <gasps> And it is very, very funny. He like right. he is the perfect uh, embodiment of uh, us sweaty wrestling fans. <laughs> but, you
1: you're right. It was a pretty jam packed episode. And we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about um, our 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 uh, tribulations of trying to get dynamite and rampage tickets because I'll just be yeah. a fun anecdote. Uh, but also we got yes. a silly little episode for you today um, and of course if you enjoy the podcast and you're a new listener please consider following or subscribing to the podcast on whatever platform you get your podcast on uh if it's on not on one that you listen to please let us know on twitter and we'll make sure that it gets put on that one um you can follow us on twitter at book events pod where you'll see our live reactions to all the events and other fun goofy stuff that we love with wrestling because hey just
0: love wrestling just, just love wrestling no
1: it's just uh what was the it was the sign from either dynamite or rampage it was just enjoy wrestling that's what it is
0: beautiful just enjoy wrestling <laughs> and and now we'll just co-opt that slogan and just change it slightly uh just, <laughs> just enjoy <laughs> book events <T-shirt. Vince. laughs> just enjoy book it vince. just love book events um yeah, uh, holy uh, holy shit, Marty. What a jam-packed weekend of wrestling. We had yeah, uh I'm tired some, That's pay pay-per-views <laughs> overseas.
1: I'm yeah, I'm I'm tired and that's why I'm not so quick witted today. Uh because I watched <laughs> all of it. Like it's, like except for GCW and like indie stuff. I watched I watched Clash at the Castle, I watched World's glide and I watched All Out. And boy howdy, was there a lot of wrestling? But there was a lot of good wrestling like that's trash like to quickly go through it i thought clash was a great show there was some very mm. good matches on it um i was surprised at uh solo coming out that was definitely a surprise did not expect that kind of really felt like drew should have won but i don't know maybe they uh, the big thing about roman now is like what is it gonna be is it are they waiting for cody or they're waiting for the rock because that seems like what it has to be now at this point.
0: The oose is loose, everybody. The oose <laughs> is loose. It was how cool to see the him. tribal chief. How can the tribal chief control all of his ooses? Um, it's one <laughs> oose too many. Too many ooses in the kitchen.
1: Too many ooses. Uh, too many ooze Too many oose. <laughs> uh, but I thought it was a great show. Um, the crowd was super hot, which was awesome. Uh, and then Worlds Collide was fantastic, like fantastic, honestly. Like, again, yeah. we aren't huge watchers of NXT 2.0. We mostly just like see what's going on and kind of laugh about the, the silliness. I w- I watched uh, Worlds Collide and All Out with my girlfriend. And mm-hmm. she found like how like simplistic a lot of the characters were really funny oh good 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 like there was a there was that whole bit with tony d'angelo and it it was just like his character is he's a italian stereotypical mob boss
0: that's so funny (laughs) i actually think out of all wwe content like you watch main roster the most but i actually i i can confidently say that i regularly tune into nxt 2.0 probably more than you i mean that's like usually
1: usually on accident (laughs) yeah i mean hey it's starting to get it's 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 finding it's it's finding it's like footing i think that's true the era of h has been a fruitful era indeed yeah and so it was a great uh, great show lots of fantastic wrestling the matches were awesome Mm -hmm. um and then all out was long but fun And there's a lot of good matches, a lot of
0: shocking moments. Um, Uh, Would you? Okay, we watched Double or Nothing together, right? Would you say that All Out felt shorter than Double or Nothing, despite the fact that they were both incredibly long shows? Oh, because like the consensus from like my wrestling group chat is that Double or Nothing felt a lot longer and they enjoyed All Out more and it did feel like it moved at a more sort of consistent clip if you will um it's hard for me to say
1: but as of right now I feel like I would agree like Mm. uh I felt like the matches that were given the time felt like the right amount of time uh I did feel bad that the that Jade and Athena was so short Cause it felt like it could easily gone another five minutes with mm-hmm. the same result, and just made each of them look way better. Um, and you know, there's, a, we could easily go through that entire card and be like, here's the good stuff. Here's the bad stuff, but we're not that type of
0: podcast. So all, this all is I not can, a wrestling review podcast. This is only all, hot takes and pretend stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hot takes and <laughs> shitty bookings. Uh, <laughs> but um
1: but I, the the main thing is that like there were some really cool moments on the show and i enjoyed all all of that there's a lot of storytelling which i think you know hot a hot take goes over a lot of people's heads and they just have gut reactions to what happens in the show and they don't mm-hmm, think about mm-hmm. like where is this going to lead what is this going to do um, in the future and stuff. And so mm-hmm. I think that that's a big part of it. Um, but otherwise, there was some incredible wrestling and uh, some great moments. So I enjoyed it. Um, but but yeah, it was just a lot of a lot of wrestling. So then today it's like, OK, well, we got to record the podcast. It's after this giant long weekend. What do we do?
0: Oh, let's come up with a really dumb, goofy <laughs>
1: story to to just
0: just the dumbest shit that we could possibly come up with uh, so that we're going to record today but before we do that i do i do want to have a another hot take i think this cm punk stuff with the media scrum is really really distracting and i think it is actually kind of taking away from how good of a show AEW all out was and it kind of maybe if it is a work It's kind of trying to take away uh, the fact that, you know, one MJF returned and he's going to be a part of the next title program and it's shifting the focus to CM Punk as it kind of, you know, in the history of wrestling has always been, you know, it's always been about CM Punk is CM Punk, the champ. How did CM Punk get screwed? CM Punk is talking CM Punk. Is he ever going to come back? Oh, he's back. Oh, he needs to do this. Oh, but he's hurt. But everything is all about CM Punk all the time. And this is of course, um, hearkening back to that classic triple H promo. Uh, that everybody shares all the time that Marty sent to me today as well before the recording, where everything, all the moves, it's all about CM Punk, baby. Like, it's
1: just, again, not necessarily a review podcast, but we do have hot takes. It's just that it's like, if all of, if the whole media scrum thing wasn't to work, aew as a company is fucked yeah it's like highly unprofessional because for (laughs) tony to sit there and listen to punk basically shit all over his stars the people in his company that is not good and like yeah that just really fucking stinks like it's not even a thing about like it's unprofessional. It's all this stuff. And so it's what makes me think that it is a work because why else would you do all that? Also, there's like rumors and stuff about um, certain media people were about to leave. And then some of the AEW people said, oh, no, you're going to want to stay for this one because there's going to be stuff happening or like announcements. Oh, that's and stuff. interesting. That's interesting. And well, so clearly. Like, it, so <sighs> it's just like it's, it's just it's one of those things where you I don't want to get wrapped up into it because i'm just like "Eh, it's whatever you know like uh, we already went through the whole mjf debacle and there's a bunch of stuff with that of like you know was it a work the entire time if it was i feel really bad for the people that wanted to see him at double or nothing and Mm -hmm. um and if and, and you know and like it, hey, if, if it was a work, then Wardlow was Wardlow is really good at lying because there's that podcast <laughs> episode that he did. Um, I forget who with, but where he talks about how like that his night at all or, or at Double or Nothing was supposed to be like the highlight of his career. And it kind of was sullied with the whole Max incident. And it's like, why would you talk about that if it wasn't real? But at the same time, like maybe he's just acting. This is the beauty of wrestling: is that it all could well, be fake,
0: it all could be real. We have no fucking this clue. Is, this but is the just, thing, right? Like, yeah, people have just been takes clamoring. A yeah and asking for wrestling to feel like it did like pre-internet again you know like all these people are yeah. like oh i wish wrestling felt more real like, back to the like fucking like was kayfabe you know like what is kayfabe oh like we yeah. want to blend and blur reality and like now like you're seeing that happen and i read this comment on reddit where it's like oh we want wrestling to be like it was in the old days and then the monkey paw curls and it's like that's kind of what's <laughs> happening right now is like because the internet exists because the the rate of information transfer is so fast when a press conference is happening. We're like already seeing highlights and posts like immediate like seconds after and it's working. Like, obviously we're talking about it. We don't know what the fuck is happening. No. And that's exciting, but also like scary
1: because <laughs> you just really know it. It like the big takeaway for me is that it, if it, if it's real, that should have been backstage. It should have been uh, it should have been dealt professionally and not in front of the media and all that stuff. If it's a work. Okay. Cool. You're setting up like obviously the the general wrestling audience is not going to know about any of that shit. Yeah. Um. They're not going to know about about that stuff. Um, and so it's not that big of a deal. But for the wrestling community, it, it is a big deal. And what sucks is that it takes like cool at setting up, you know, punk versus all elite wrestling, basically. But is it kind of took away the conversation from how good the show was. And Mm -hmm. just like you said, it's like it there was there was a lot of great wrestling. There's a lot of great matches. There's a lot of great highlights. There is big moments. Yeah, like MJF coming back. Why aren't we talking about the fact that MJF came back? Like, and maybe that's it, right?
0: But maybe maybe that's maybe if we galaxy brain all of this shit, that that is why CM Punk was so off the cuff, because it's like in kayfabe, because the biggest moment of the night was not him winning the title back. In fact, it was MJF coming back. He wanted to take that attention back and so that people would talk about CM Punk and not MJF. So that's me galaxy braining that bullshit but yeah. like there's a, there's you know? <laughs> also you, wa- you watch that interview and
1: there's certain comments I think the big thing I think and this will be the last thing I want to mention about it is like the big thing is like when he talks about the elite and he talks about hangman that makes it kind of feel like it's kayfabe like that it's mm. that like mm. why would you openly say that like one of the biggest babyfaces in the company why would you call him like such horrible shit like why why would you do that but what then makes me really worried about that whole situation is all the stuff about Colt and I feel Mm -hmm. so fucking bad about that and I know that there's then a lot of people who are like well Colt's not a perfect person either it's like yeah no no one's fucking perfect you know but at the same time like Colt is loved by the audience clearly clearly t tony khan loves colt cabana and like that's why he's like okay we're gonna have him on roh now but it's like it would just be a feel so shitty like that's such a toxic work environment if that's the case and it's kind of yeah. like you would hope that colt and punk are like okay we're gonna do this now and i'm just gonna like i i'm gonna air all this grievance about you and this is going to lead to something like that would be Galaxy Brain booking and and storytelling and stuff. But at the same time, <laughs> yeah. it's like, if that was all real, fuck him. And that's all I'm yeah. going to say. Because you don't. Yeah. That's. I, I get that Punk was mad at the media. And like, that's really what his thing was, was he was just pissed off at the media for like stuff. Um, but my God, like it was just such a mess. And it's like, there were so many good matches. There's so much good wrestling. Like hell, we didn't even talk about like. The women's match, that was so good. We're going to get Brit. Well, we better get Brit versus Hater coming up soon. But like, it's there's and like the acclaimed had an incredible match. The elite versus hangman. Dark order was incredible. Um. Like there was there was so many good matches, and there was stuff on the pre-show that was fucking insane. Like Kingston and Ishii beating the crap out of each other for ten minutes straight. Like that was awesome. (laughs) Like there was there so many cool moments and stuff, and we should be talking about all that stuff.
0: But everybody enjoy wrestling because holy shit, is it ever is it ever kicking off right now? And uh, I guess we should kick off our very silly ass looking to (laughs) round out the episode. Um, We were trying to. (laughs) there's your hot takes for the week (laughs) there's your wrestling uh, premium live event pay-per-view review podcast portion of book (laughs) events but yes uh, so
1: we were trying to come up with a goofy fun segment because of how serious this weekend was it's like what could we come up with that would be dumb and silly and we're like okay who are the two most silly characters from WWE and AEW right now and we said, okay, we got Danhausen. Danhausen's mm. doing great. Dan's, mm-hmm. Dan Danhausen doesn't need to do much. Danhausen just needs to be himself uh, and make fun appearances. Like last night was. Um, I mean, was last night at all out. Uh, at the time of recording, like he he was there with Orange Cassidy and best friends, and Orange Cassidy clearly wants to kind of step up to. Uh, Pac for the Atlantic Championship, and <laughs> fucking, he's just like good hustle or good hustle, and then he puts out his hand. He's like, "Go team!" <laughs> it's, it's just so awkward. It's so stupid. It's it's great. Van um, He's great for social media. He's great for social media because he can do fun That's bits true. with with good old RJ City and stuff. Mm. Um, and then. Someone that is from WWE that we actually haven't seen for a while. Basically, since Triple H took over, which maybe that maybe there's a reason behind that. Maybe there's a reason behind that. But maybe this is the now he can transition over to AEW and do some fun comedy stuff Um, is good old R-Truth. Oh, yeah. Like we haven't seen him. And maybe it's because R-Truth was. A Vince guy, you know, and uh he's not necessarily Triple H's cup of tea, but at the same time, like uh he could be, you know, yeah, he could be doing family stuff, he could be taking time off, who knows? He's been in the business for like 30 years, so you know, just the That's maybe true. he just needs a break. But uh, we were sitting here and we were thinking, and then Anthony, <laughs> and then Anthony came up with the idea of what if. R-Truth came over to A-W and thought that the FTW championship, the FTW championship held by Hook, uh, defended last night um, against uh, cool hand Angelo Parker. Um <laughs> Entertainers.
0: Entertainers.
1: Sports entertainers. Um, entertainers. And action, and action Bronson coming in for the backup for Hook. That was pretty cool. Um, yeah yeah what if R-Truth saw the FTW championship and thought it was the 24-7 championship and uh, stole it essentially from Hook <laughs> yes how does Danhausen and- come into play
0: with this well we'll figure it out yes that's right So of course, our truth arrives in AEW, steals the bright orange belt that he assumes is the twenty four seven six one nine highway six forty nine Lotto six forty nine one twenty seven
1: three twenty seven two twenty four seven. If 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 our truth. If our truth in all of that ever said lotto 649 I would have lost my mind. <laughs> that would have been awesome cuz isn't that like specifically a Canadian thing? I think so. <laughs> but that would be awesome. That's that's like the main lottery lottery thing in Ontario.
0: Uh that's what he, that's what that's what the uh inciting uh location will be. Uh will be at AEW Dynamite that we so oh, oh that we we'll get into we'll do tickets we'll for. talk about that at um, the end we already went through a lot of crap let's let's we'll we'll end with that Okay, the dynamite where uh, the title goes missing is in Toronto, and he steals the FTW title, and he starts, uh, you know, listing off all the things. He says, "This is I'm so glad to finally get this title back in my hands." The uh, 24/7, 619, Lotto six forty nine Highway sixty six title uh, QE two uh, Garner Expressway title. <laughs> FT, ftw so uh, so anyway so, he steals so it. so would it be a thing like hook like
1: defends it against someone say it's like yes. defending against good old like you know matt menard
0: um yeah sure Daddy like, magic put up, put up put up the other canadian Eddie. in the jericho Appreciation society <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> fucking i love matt menard so
0: much so uh, yeah so, so oh. daddy magic tries tries to win the ftw title uh in canada in front of a loving home audience in bizarro town, bizarro world, as Michael Cole says, and uh, he loses and maybe a hook just places the title like down to like, you know, go up onto, I don't know, the the top of the turnbuckle celebrator or something. And then you see our truth, like so maybe slide well, up from underneath the ring and just like man in a mask. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, sure. Yeah
1: man man in a mask grabs it runs to the top of the ramp hook hook they're confused yeah he's he, like it's like who's who's making off with the title and then there's taz on commentary he's like hey who's that jabroni
0: g- uh, taking the fdw title yo yeah 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 yeah. exactly i'm sorry That's Taz. A, i love you that was i'm so sorry taz yeah is who's this idiot uh, take it into the title from Hook. Um, Who thinks they could put their <laughs> hands on the title? <laughs> it's Such just getting progressively <laughs> progressively worse. Uh, but he's just like, you don't know the, the, the history behind that FTW title. You unhand that. You scum! You scumbag! And then finally, he <laughs> he takes off the mask, and it's <laughs> like the truth. truth is just like oh, <laughs> he's just like he's just tweaking out. He's like he's a little Jimmy just tweaking out, like ah! <laughs> and then he just runs runs backstage through gorilla and everything, and he's like, no, <laughs> somebody get that back! That's not your property. Um, and that, okay, so that that's he that's runs backstage and there's and yeah.
1: he runs backstage and there's Alex Marvez. He's like, r truth, what are you doing here?" And, and r truth is just like, "I got my baby back. I'm going to Disneyland." Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to Canada's Wonderland. <laughs> I'm going to Canada's Wonderland. <laughs>
0: that'd be very good he's just doing he's just doing so many uh hammy toronto references for the crowd um yeah everyone loves marine land Blah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just absolutely psychotic
1: oh <laughs> Jesus. but so uh yeah so he makes off with the title and yeah then the next week it's just like uh clearly it's that hook wants you know hook wants the title back maybe it's even a thing of it could just be as simple as like obviously like taz selling it on commentary would be the better like more intense thing of like we're gonna get that title back from that thief our truth i know you i i know you personally i know where you live we're gonna find it yeah yeah exactly (laughs) but then like Lexi Nair, who by the way, Lexi Nair, I, I've, I've, Lexi Nair has grown on me. I, at first, I thought she was a little like kind of not stiff with her comment or with her like interview uh, skills, but like she has great comedic timing, especially with like Hook and Danhausen. And to, uh, uh, I just, I just want to call them 2.0. <laughs> There's no like group name right, for right. them anymore. I don't want to be like Daddy Magic and Cool Hand. Like, no, it's like, uh but she has great comedic timing with them um so she's doing a great job but so she could she could be like interviewing hook and he, he's like our truth came and stole the title from you um uh you know uh how are you get, planning on trying to get back and hook's just there he's, he's just like i'm gonna
0: find it yeah yeah he, yeah he's not, or he's not he's like he, maybe he doesn't even say anything no he and can then he he can just be he's just like this he's like yeah, and then just maybe Dan Dan Housen just like slides up and he's like in detective gear and stuff and he's like Ooh. Is
1: it detective <laughs> gear or is he gonna be like well I guess because they did do lawyer housing recently or they did they they did uh um um manger housing for the best friends oh, where he right. like had a tie on and stuff. Uh but yeah, he like he like
0: <laughs> he comes in and he goes don't worry. We'll find it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: you will be like, then then can, can help you. Or he can ah, say, this seems like, a ca- this seems like a case for, for Sherlock Housen. <laughs> Oh, Sherlock Housen. And he has a little, he has like a, a pipe and the, like the big, uh long, like pea coat and a little hat. Uh, maybe, Sherlock <laughs> Housen.
1: maybe, maybe the, the shot is on Lex and Aaron hook and it's in the locker room. And then you hear his voice off screen and he's like, I hear you have a mystery that needs to be solved, and then it just pans over, and yeah, he's in full, full, hat, yeah, 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 fucking and he has coat, like a, a pipe, a, a, and everything. Pipe. Like... Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Perhaps, Sherlock, Hook, Sherlock. perhaps, Danhausen can uh, be of assistance. Yes, sort exactly. Of thing, you know, Um and it can, be, if you want Hook to be a part of it, he can be like the Watson character, but he like doesn't really <laughs> like do anything like he just kind of like finds stuff and he's like and he just gives it to maybe, yeah, maybe they're like backstage
1: yeah. and, and and Dan Danhausen is like looking at stuff and he's like uh, trying to find clues and stuff and then hook just like push it like opens up a thing it just goes here <laughs> it's like, yeah yeah ah, just clue.
0: Like, yeah a clue. thank you good job you. Watson uh, hook <laughs> hook what hook Watson housing <laughs> hook watsonhausen <laughs> i don't know <laughs> god damn it uh okay well that's a that's a good that's like a, a good start to it so then i think it would be pretty funny for um there to be some segments where danhausen is like just following different uh clues like more mm-hmm. could be muddy muddy shoe muddy like boot tracks or like he's in he's in catering like hiding and like watching our truth like eat or something and in our truth has the belt and our truth is like feeding the belt like snacks because he's just fully off the rails
1: (laughs) (laughs) what if i mean i mean uh, our truth is the master of disguise like through true true so that could be another part of it is that he's like disguises people and like they find someone who looks extremely like R-Truth, which would be very hard to find, but like R-Truth like dressed up as like a old person and then like Dan Housen accidentally did, like they do the whole bit of like pulling on the fake beard and it's real and then yeah. it turns out to be someone else and then like Dan Housen has a match with someone and he gets ruined. <laughs> maybe it's like he like thinks that, um <laughs> maybe he thinks that like Morrissey, because the Morrissey's now, in, I mean, it's not all, elite, yeah. but he's in AW. Maybe he yeah. like does something, and Morrissey gets pissed off, and then Morrissey and Danhausen have a match. He just fucking wrecks him.
0: Oh yeah, that would be that would be great. And he he's dressed as Sherlock Housen. Yeah. So if he's he's dressed as Sherlock Housen, and yeah, maybe this uh, incident is like he he thinks that he is he is storing like the FTW belt in a specific locker. And Danhausen goes into this locker and just like is rifling through the thing. And then like Hook is like also digging through it and like maybe like breaks something. And then Morrissey is just like, hey, (laughs) comes in and like wrecks Danhausen. And Hook runs away a little bit. And they you get the match that is like Morrissey versus Danhausen. And then Morrissey wins, obviously, and then you get to set up another fun little match on like Dark or uh, Elevation, where it's like, okay, now because Hookhausen got or that Sherlockhausen got beat up so bad, Hook is going to defend his honor, and then Hook like crushes Morrissey or something like that, just for fun, or just like just but anyway, out a victory, like that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like
1: chokes um, him out or something. That'd be pretty cool. Um. What was I going to say? Oh, what would be a fun sort of bit that could be on like, it could be a, like a good social bit, but it could, you could have a segment on Dynamite, you could have a segment on Rampage and stuff. Is Dan Housen like interrogating people? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like and it's like the whole dark room thing and then like maybe the bit gets ruined because like somewhat like it looks as if it's a dark room with like a light over top and he's interrogating them and it's just like you get like uh it'd be great if like Statlander could come back and for it, or like mm-hmm. uh you get like the acclaimed, you get like uh the wingmen, like people like that. This, yeah. I mean, this is where I mean, yes, we're basically saying, oh, let's do the 24-7 championship nonsense, but with the FTW champ-, But it's like we're not passing the belt around. It still is hooks, but this is a great chance to have like the like actual funny people of AEW like be funny um and like be able to show <laughs> off their comedy so you could get the wingman involved which would be pretty funny um uh but what I was thinking is like it's like he's interrogating them and like maybe it's Peter Avon he's like and, and Dan Housen's like I want that truth and <laughs> Avalon's like you can't handle the truth and all of a sudden the lights turn on and they're in like a closet and like yeah, someone comes in exactly. he's like uh guys i we we need this space or he's like i just need to grab this <laughs> this broom do you want me to turn off yeah. the lights and ho- and dan is like yes <laughs> and they yes. turn off the. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it would yes. be it'd be funny if uh if there's like a also like a some sort of like very intense interrogation happening and it looks like he's just like interrogating one person but then the camera zooms out and it's like the entire dark order and they're like we don't know what the fuck is going on <laughs> like <laughs> we don't even care about the spell." and then i think another why are we thing here add, <laughs> you know, why are we here um <laughs> another thing that could add to it is you find out that taz is secretly been hiring like a bunch of other people and giving them money Or offering a bounty for the belt as well so that's how you can get like a fun comedic 24-7 title style chase where you see like r-truth with the FTW title and he's like driving off in like a little cart or something and then you just see a bunch of people coming out of a bunch of different locations for example maybe you'll involve the wingmen maybe fuego is there and they're all like you got like Bear Country or whatever the fuck they're called now, and they're just all chasing after this like golf cart, and Danhausen <laughs> is also like running after it.
1: <laughs> Be pretty funny. Oh man, yeah. And I think then it eventually leads to, obviously Danhausen and uh Danhausen and our truth finally having a conversation, and Danhausen is like no, Hook's not there. Maybe something happens to Hook. I don't know, but um dan Housen's there and he's like you need to give that back it's not your property and 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 truth is like i found this fair and square find his keepers loses weepers and then dan Housen's like yeah you know i do have a fair point <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's just it
0: <laughs> and i think and then maybe like
1: you to... maybe our truth has something and then dan Housen goes look i found that thing and he actually, Arch was like, "You can't do that." And Dan was like, "Finders keepers." And he's like, "Damn it, that's yeah. true." Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> I think this probably leads to some me. sort of what would r Truth uh, call Danhausen? Because Dan, because r Truth would call people the wrong name and stuff. <laughs> like, because he would, he would call people like, yeah, he would, he would, he would always like mistake people for stuff, or like, he'd like he had that goofy nature about him that Danhausen also has. And so like what would
0: R Truth uh, call Danhausen? Spooky sting. <laughs> spooky sting. Spooky sting. <laughs> hey, spooky sting. Stop following me, stop following me, spooky sting. <laughs> oh, man. And, and then he That'd and then funny. he and then he sees he sees Darby Allen and he's like, I told you to stop following me, spooky sting. And he's like, <laughs> What? <laughs> like Darby, <laughs> the what thing are you is talking about man. The thing
1: is, this is all such a goofy, like, like, uh like scenario and storyline stuff. But this could end in actually a good match. Like, yeah. r truth well, is think- not bad in the ring. r truth is actually pretty good in the ring. And r truth and Hook having an actual real match would be cool. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> I think the thing that the thing that should happen is that. Uh, We set off we we set up that match um, by having Taz like Taz has basically convinced Tony Khan to do a FCW battle royal and like the last person in the ring gets to keep the championship or whatever. Uh, Or they become the number one contender for the FTW title because it's like, okay, we'll actually give Hook somebody to face because my son is a fighting champion. He's going to beat the crap out of anybody who wants Mm -hmm. to step up to him. So if you want to do a battle royal uh, and then the top guy, whoever can get out of that will be worthy of facing Hook. So then you can have like everybody who's been involved in the investigation and the chase in a battle royal, including R-Truth. R Truth and Danhausen are the last two, and then R Truth like tricks Danhausen somehow to like leave the ring, and then you set up R Truth versus Hook for the actual FCW title. Yeah, sure, that sounds good. Yeah, <laughs> no,
1: I like it a lot. Like, uh, there, you, there's gotta be another like funny thing. Like, you could easily have R Truth also, then, like, although R Truth's not necessarily like the type of guy that I think would end up being on um, Dark or Elevation. But you could easily set up mm. some matches and stuff there, which would be fun. But then you could have oh, you could it's just you could just have so many like goofy things like <laughs> could Dan Housen could It could be where in the world is our truth. Yeah. <laughs> And then and then they it leads into all the other stuff like like uh like we you have uh hey EW with RJ City and like our truth is on it or it's hooks up or I think Hook did do
0: an episode yeah um, Hook's Hook's been on an episode
1: yeah it, but like you have our truth and then like it's not actually like a thing about our truth it's just all to tie in storyline and RJ gets involved <laughs> and then you have like obviously stuff on social media you have other like little things here or there and it just all ties in together of 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 them like feuding and like chasing the title and stuff i think you gotta have a Danhausen uh versus our truth match even if it's not like an official match maybe that happens first and then there's this battle royale thing later but like Mm -hmm. you gotta have this and just let them be truly goofy and this is where and I'm I want this to happen I want the teeth I want the tequila dance oh like, yeah this could be the match where Dan has finally gets to like do his stuff like right like let him take out the jar of teeth and put it in Arthur's mouth let him do the tequila dance because that yeah. would be funny, especially with R-Truth. I think that would go over super well. Like, let them do the goofy match. It, it'd be so good.
0: Yeah, and I also think at the very beginning of this feud, uh, you get like this dumb segment where, in the first day of the investigation, uh, Sherlock Housing gets tipped off of the phone number of R-Truth, and he calls him, and he's like, Hello, is this Mr. Truth? And our truth just goes, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's it just, up? It's just like, what's up? <laughs> like two minutes. What is up? I'm asking yes, what is you. Up? Yeah. <laughs> what's up? What? Yes. What is happening? Uh, what's up? The <laughs> yeah. sky. The sky. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What's up? Uh, and that's just the, a dumb uh call back to those uh, those uh beer commercials as well they were just like what that was that was that? that yeah exactly but it's um, yeah, it's, so, yeah. It's
1: them going through their you, you know the the usual stuff of their characters but like that'd be very funny that'd be very very funny yeah maybe dan has an, maybe like r-truth i don't know if technically r-truth could do his rap but imagine if then uh, Danhausen gets the acclaim to help him make
0: a rap. Yeah, they do a they do a rap battle. It's like everyone uh, say, I am, I, "What I can't is do up?" This. Yes, what is up, everyone? <laughs> okay, Max, <laughs> and then and, that, and then the acclaim go. Listen, listen. <laughs> what a, what a, what's up? Listen, what's up? Yeah, yo, Liz- listen. <laughs> yeah what's up <laughs> stop interrupting me <laughs> uh, uh and good. that and that is the the dumbest shit ever but it's pretty it it's be very pretty good I, I mean i i think it'd be funny like you could
1: still have so many other bits and stuff like uh depending on where they are you could have them go like you could film something out in public like them going to like a famous monument or something like that. Um mm-hmm. you could have uh a whole under the ring thing where like uh oh what would it be like if for Danhausen to curse our truth?
0: Oh I forgot about that. Obviously I i can't believe I forgot but the most important thing about Danhausen's character is that he can curse people. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I I bet okay would it be in the it match against them, hook uh no i think it would be in the match that they have with all of the gimmicks and stuff i think mm. denhausen would curse r-truth and then r-truth would just start breakdancing. dancing <laughs> <laughs> that's good
1: that's good i was gonna say i was, I was gonna uh, say denhausen is like- just incredibly confused no, the, him cursing him and all of a sudden he can't control his body and he just starts dancing. Yeah, he's like, like that'd be funny. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking uh like he Arthur tries to curse Danhausen back.
0: Oh yeah. Like that'd be a funny then, moment too. And then Danhausen starts losing control of his body. <laughs> and they're both just simultaneously cursed and-, <laughs> and that is dance wrestling everybody that is the dance wrestling that the internet is complaining about that would be choreographed pop locking and dropping if you will that'd be sick oh my god i love that would that. be so funny i would cry oh <laughs> i could just i could really see it actually i could I think, see like, it too. truly imagine him doing this like yeah and our truth is being like
1: R2 just yeah, Bob and Lockett dancing, starts doing TikTok dances and then does
0: does the splits and yeah, like does the splits yeah. spin
1: Rooney, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah exactly. Be really funny. Oh my god.
0: Oh holy <laughs> but shit. But then
1: but then I, I truly do think that R truth and Hook could have actually could actually have a good match. Like it could actually yeah. be a good match because they're because I think A the like f- like his veteran knowledge of just like entertainment and stuff would be would would help like i know that people want hook to be more of a serious character which i think he can be and like it's the fact that he's the straight man and he doesn't partake in the goofiness so Mm -hmm. i think i think that that's like that saves that aspect of it but like if they had like a legitimate match where like a, they like, it's like, Oh yeah, no, our truth has been in this business for a long time. He actually does know how to wrestle. It's not just like show up and get squashed by hook. Um, yeah. and it's an actual like battle for hook, but then it also should, makes hook look really strong. So win, win. Makes sense. And it'd be goofy. And I think that I, I know a W is like taken as like the, like, very serious wrestling company but like but then they have a hook and they have the wing or they have they have dan Hazen and they have the wingmen and like they're still goofy stuff like yeah wingmen coming out on tv and protesting <laughs> the other week and then that's when morrissey came out and squashed them all that was a great bit i loved it yeah. you need a little bit of yeah. brevity in 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 wrestling and so having characters like those get to actually like do silly stuff is mm-hmm. definitely needed so I, I think that was great. Fucking cursing him to <laughs> into a dance. The Breakdancing.
0: <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, that's uh that is galaxy brain level stuff from here. Uh book at it book Tony. Bins. Do book it, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Do Love it. it. Well, let us know yeah. uh online
1: in the comments or when you review the podcast, how would you want to book Dan Housen versus r truth? Um What kind of match would they have all those good details i would love to hear your booking of that uh dream feud uh before we get into our final segment of the show and our match recommendation uh yeah let's just quickly go over so we did we did tweet about this before but it was just such an interesting thing just to talk about because okay so We are going to be at both the Dynamite and the Rampage when they come to Toronto in October, which is very exciting. Mm -hmm. Um, But boy howdy, was it insane to try to get tickets. And I would honestly love to hear if this is the same experience for people in the States. Because this is going to be a big deal. AW coming to Toronto, first time in a different country, in Canada, all that fun stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But man, was it Rough trying to get tickets. They had the pre-sale on, and of course it's
0: Ticketmaster, which sucks. Um uh and so they yeah, had the pre-sale. You, Ticketmaster. We don't <laughs> want any sponsorship from Ticketmaster. We're not we're gonna say no, even if you offer us. It's it's it was
1: just you thought, okay, the pre-sale, unless you're in the no, the pre-sale is gonna be, you know, like I didn't think it'd be that busy, but I guess it's because all the people found out about the presale. And I mean, you know, obviously pro wrestling tees also did send out that email being like, here's a presale code so you can get your tickets early. Um, We were sitting on there. I was sitting on dynamite. Anthony was sitting on rampage Rampage. and he got tickets right away. Pretty good price too. I was sitting on dynamite within the first five minutes gone.
0: True, but, but also could- a part of this is that Ticketmaster sucks, and that I've kind of been through this song and dance before with like yeah. buying sports tickets and uh, concert tickets and shit. But this was Marty's first true Ticketmaster bloodbath. Like I bought tickets before, but like I could not believe
1: I could not believe how fast like it would. I would literally click on something, and the second that I hit Add to Cart, gone. Like it was just so fast. Yeah. Of like. Select how many tickets go to add. Sorry, it's already gone. And then by the time you go through that a couple of times, everything's gone. Yeah. So. Uh. And then and then at that point, the presale code only applied to certain tickets. And then there was tickets in like not even the floor seats that were going for thousands of dollars.
0: I can't believe that those exist and that people bought them. But hey. Fuck. yeah if you got the, if and you have the money do it no yeah and so then we waited <clears throat>
1: we went then for the general sale still nothing and then we yeah. found um, I think it was the day after pretty good prices on StubHub Uh, or like pretty okay StubHub, prices. Like, like literally if you want to che-
0: sponsor us <laughs>
1: <laughs> like the you cheapest money back the cheapest I think I saw
0: tickets and we got pretty we got pretty okay tickets so yeah, we got we got decent ones. Okay, let me let me look now and just see where they're at. So Okay, they're they're quite a bit lower now, so we could have waited, but at the same time, hey, how could we have possibly I mean,
1: known? I mean, the only tickets that were cheap at all were like the back row, and they were still hundreds of dollars. Yeah. And it's yeah, the Coca-Cola yeah. Coliseum. It's not even the Scotiabank Arena. Like it's the small venue.
0: Right. So the cheapest tickets that are on the hub right now are one hundred and seventy eight dollars. Okay, but, you know that's like are yeah, they four seats? No, they are uh, they're in section one seventeen, which is like oh fine, but what, not le- what, what letter? What row? Row K. So that's still not fantastic. That's not but terrible, but it's not.
1: We got not, yeah, yeah. So, but hey. We get to go. It's going to be great. Yes. That's all that matters.
0: If you know us, if you see us, give us a shout.
1: We'll definitely be promoting uh, that because we'd love to if, if there's anybody else going, especially I know that we follow a few people on Twitter um, and that we've talked to on Twitter before that are Canadian people and are going to the show. We would love to meet some some uh, some common wrestling fans. So
0: let's talk some shit. Let's buy some yeah. shit. <laughs> oh, let's yeah. watch no, some for- wrestling. <laughs> just enjoy wrestling. <laughs> just enjoy wrestling.
1: All right. To close out the, but yeah, I want to, uh, yeah. Well, what I wanted to say is I uh, I'd love to hear the experience of people in the States. If you've gone to an AEW show, how was your experience trying to get tickets? Was it kind of the same yeah. deal? Is it just the same thing there as well? Or is it just because it's like, it's the Canada show. Everybody
0: wants to go to the Canada show. So I think obviously that, it's it is a little bit of that. But like I, we do. Yeah, we are very curious to hear what your ticket master blood baths look like.
1: <laughs> uh, to close with <laughs> the episode, we're going to do one of our favorite segments this week. It's what's that finisher? So this is where we are challenging each other to try to describe a finishing maneuver uh, just by giving each other the name of the move and they have to de- the other has to describe what it is by, you know, breaking down the details of the what it technical is. terms of said
0: move, if you yeah. will. Yeah, exactly. OK, I'm going to I'll start because I think mine are pretty easy and I think you're going to get it. So okay. uh, I also do want to mention uh, again this wrestler because these guys, they're so fucking over, man. They are super over. Everybody loves the acclaimed. Oh, okay. Marty, tell me. What kind of move exactly is the mic drop?
1: It's a top rope elbow drop diving elbow drop. That is correct. Okay. <laughs> is it diving or is it just elbow drop? It is a diving elbow drop. Okay, okay, okay,
0: okay. Yeah, that was pretty easy. I mean, yeah, it's a- that's a that's a Max Caster Max Caster special. Hey, I could have done Bones' move, but I actually don't
1: think I know what it is. I don't necessarily know remember what it is either. I know he hit it last night, and that was a big deal. The big, the the best, the coolest moment of last night, and also by the way, the Acclaim versus Swerve and Lee was match of the night for me. Just saying. Um was when Max caster uh, picked up Keith Lee and gave him an an attitude adjustment an fu whatever you want to call it he slammed Keith Ooh. Lee that's crazy but anyways um okay well if you want to you can definitely give me another one but I'll give you one right now yeah okay this is a move from the original bro himself. Got his Mm. first name back. Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle. I want you, Anthony, to tell me what's that finisher? What is the bro Derek? (laughs) Ah, shit. (laughs) This is a tough one. It's it's interesting. The wording is interesting, and there's two different ways you can word it. But there are two specific words in this move description.
0: Got to think about it thinking is it a is it is cradle involved it is yes like is it like a inverted cradling face buster i don't know there's a different face
1: buster there's a different word different thing of like how you orient the opponent that is then what it relates to so if you don't know the bro derrick is when Matt Real picks them up. He he like does kind of like a gotch style like wrap around their leg. It's how, how is it, how is the opponent
0: oriented? He's vertical, right? Yeah. Is it a inverted pile driver? No,
1: it's not pile, a pile driver. You, you could call it a pile driver. Do you want? Do you just want the name? i do actually you're just, close I, I i submit it's a cradle tombstone fuck you and it's either <laughs> it's, it. e- it's either it's either it's res- either listed as a cradle tombstone pile driver or a cradle tombstone slam because technically like pile drivers being dropped on your head but he doesn't yeah. do that he slams them yeah but it's because he you know he picks them up in a pile driver position, but then the cradle is how he wraps around, wraps his arms around them. And then slam is because he then jumps forward and slams down.
0: Yeah. Oh, damn! That's a hard one. That is a really hard one.
1: I was, I was looking, I was like, that one must
0: be interesting. And yeah, it was was a little weird. Do you have another one? Okay. Real quick. Yeah, I do have one for you. It's another uh, person who was involved uh, in that uh, excellent, excellent match. Um, The, the man himself uh, bask in his his glory, Keith Um, Do you know the technical term for the move that is known as the Big Bang Catastrophe Supernova and Ground Zero? Oh, Jesus. Um, Oh, man.
1: That's uh, true. It's got to be like fireman's carry. Oh, Oh, oh shit! No, because it's no, because it's the front. Oh frick!
0: I'm gonna tell you that fireman's carry is correct. Actually, oh it is okay. Fireman's yeah. Yeah, carry. Oh man! So I now let's know. think about the the finishing part of that maneuver. Do you? Yeah. Like, will you? Would you like to lobby a guess at what that might be? I'm just trying to even picture the move because we did it all. we we
1: had we used the move in our. WWE (laughs) 2K22 Great great wrestler I'm trying to remember the move Because I thought it was front but it's the top It's like pick up and slam Damn I forget It's not a scoop slam It's like a fireman's carry uh, I don't know Damn Fireman's carry mm,
0: Spinning scoop slam I don't know (laughs) You overcomplicated it. It is a slam. That is correct. But it is a fireman's carry power slam. Oh, it's a power slam. Who wants to see a power? See a power
1: slam. Good old Uh, psycho Mike.
0: (laughs) If you're listening,
1: wherever
0: Uh, you are, yeah, 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 wherever you are, psycho Mike. Uh, fireman's carry
1: power slam. That's good.
0: Yeah, fireman's carry power slam. Cool. Sometimes they're simple. That's all.
1: Sometimes they're simple. Sometimes they're complicated. You never know. Um, But there we go. We'd love to. If you got a good uh, finishing maneuver, please send to us on Twitter. We'd love to either guess it or use in the podcast. So there you go.
0: Yeah. To close out the episode.
1: Yeah, exactly. To close out the episode. I promise. (laughs) I promise I won't look it up. Uh, To close out the episode, we got our match recommendation of the week. Um, I, I think we should just agree on one that. Um, definitely people need to go watch because I think because of all the other wrestling that happened this weekend especially with Clash especially with AEW we were talking about the very beginning Worlds Collide was a great show mm-hmm. Um, and such an incredible match on that show was the main event and they both look fantastic Braun Breaker and Tyler Bate I'd honestly say like go watch that match
0: it was fantastic yes we have a recency bias sometimes with our uh, match recommendations, but this one truly—it slapped, it slapped hard. I, I legit almost thought the Tyler Bate would win, but it didn't slap as hard as uh, Gunther Sheamus because that was just a match that full was of just a,
1: that was a great match, like that was a fantastic uh, match. Go watch that Imperium one. Imperium well.
0: coming back as well. Yeah, uh, enjoy wrestling. Just, just enjoy wrestling, enjoy wrestling especially <laughs> Broadbreaker versus Tyler Bate. But I, but I just wanted
1: to, to push that one because obviously NXT not as viewed that sort of stuff. It was it, but it was actually a fantastic match between two dudes who are like possibly the future of WWE, you know, that, that yes, sort of thing. Yeah. So great match. Um, but that's going to do it for this week's podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. There was some hot takes. There's some silly shit. But uh, that's kind of our specialty here uh, on the podcast. Uh, if you want to follow everything that we do here at Unknown Error, there are streams, our other content. Please follow us online at UE underscore films. If you want to follow myself on Twitter, or Instagram, uh, you can do so at Barton underscore minute. If you want to follow Mr. Anthony Hall. You can follow me at Hall and jokes on Instagram and Twitter. And of course, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Book Events Pod. Thank you very much for listening. Go. Just enjoy wrestling and uh, we'll catch you next time. Normally we too sweet, but I say we give Sizzle Scissor me daddy ass. Si- <laughs> what was the chant again? What was the <laughs> chant last night? Oh, scissor me daddy. Oh, scissor me daddy. That's good. Alright, <laughs> bye.